हेलो एवरीबॉडी आई एम विनय थारेश्वर एंड आई एम द होस्ट ऑफ द फोर्जा इंडिया पॉडकास्ट अलोंग विद द फाउंडर और प्रोफेसर एफ विच यू ऑल इट फाइंड आउट सोन विद अजय मैन हाई एवरीवन एंड इट्स बिन अ वेरी लॉन्ग टाइम सिंस वीव अपलोडेड अ पॉडकास्ट एंड फनीली इनफ आई थिंक वील स्टार्ट प्रमोटिंग आर पॉडकास्ट आफ्टर दिस विच इज गोन टू बी द फिफ्थ पॉडकास्ट not a promoted the podcast yeah. is there lying on anchor um the main uh, so we started uh, this podcast with a sense of you know to provide information and give you everyone insights into you know the various uh, the various channels in football you can uh, if you can say so uh, which included mainly of grassroots football you know what happened at forza india uh and then there was a section of you know fpl and chelsea and roma and indian football so we are going to uh change the way we are going to go about the podcast now where we would like to try something different and it will be much more related to only uh indian football and grassroots and also we would like to know if you all have if whoever is listening has questions so you know we can answer those and we'll give you the learnings what we have learned uh, running the academy so far a grassroots academy in terms of business in terms of you know the football itself and uh, that's how we will go about the podcast so what are your thoughts on this bringing more structure and uh, i think more clarity uh, we are all football fans of course we have a european club that we support uh, but we are here to promote indian football and all the different uh, stakeholders that are involved in uh, indian football so as you rightly said when since we are in the grassroots a lot of people don't understand the term grassroots yeah which the grassroots hai kya matlab mm-hmm. is it some kind of garden you know where there <laughs> yeah so um, you know just to kick things off um, uh, to answer this question grassroots football is unorganized football in a way because it's football for the age group 6 to 12 years of age these are kids the idea of grassroots football is to promote the game uh, to get more kids playing the uh, game and you know for the kids to have fun you know so we are in that domain we are coaching uh, kids who are in the ages 6 to 12 we also have uh, older age groups as well as a senior team but our focus as an academy has always been to develop the grassroots of indian football and um, you know we've been here since a year and a half and uh, we've done i would say a fair amount of work um, and there's still a long way to go so i think that becomes a, a primary topic to speak about on the podcast uh, we started as of you know when we were having a cup of coffee in the evening yeah. and just rambling on mm. but yeah let's let's put some more structure uh, to it and uh, yeah there are some good guys in indian football who speak about club football you know uh, isl i league and the national team as well so i think that is something that we can also bring in as an added yeah. flavor since we're so involved uh, with indian football mm. so full steam ahead now yeah i mean uh, right now the main uh, thing i think we could start off with right now uh, is that you know mumbai city being acquired by the city football group which is you know one of the biggest things and one of the biggest, biggest things ever yeah. that has happened and it's good for indian football because indian football as a whole not just club football uh, because 
there is now we know that you know there is a entity like city football group who has invested and is part of you know uh, the mumbai city fc yeah. and which means that we've seen the other the teams the other teams they own mm-hmm. and we see city itself playing so well you know yeah. and we've seen them evolve teams right from uh, right. the various teams they have New York across city, yeah, melbourne city melbourne the teams and, and uh, i think that is what we are looking forward to that's why i think it's mm-hmm. fascinating because you know they've bought an investment um whatever the sum may be uh they found this property exciting the property of indian football indian club football uh, i know there's been a lot of debate on i league versus isl but let's keep that aside for uh you know moment and just actually uh, it's, it's just mind boggling that the city football group who have been considering to invest in indian football it's been an open secret mm-hmm. chose our city mumbai mm-hmm. as you know as the team to go with so it's it's really fascinating because it sort of helps the cause that we are also into promoting football in the city and you know in in uh, in india as a whole so uh, i think it was brilliant and just to sort of like you know divert from the topic slightly uh since you know we went for the mumbai uh, kerala game last night yeah. and i i met with the city supporters group uh, who we know quite well shares azhar and the other guys so uh, yeah they were mentioning that um, it would actually be great if later on uh, an indian player from mumbai city fc also plies his trade say in a melbourne or a new york so any of the clubs yeah. you know, now man city is too far fetched at the moment yeah. but even that would be quite amazing for an indian player to go out and play uh look at gurpreet singh sandhu he went to norway and uh, he learned a lot from there and came back mm-hmm. and he's been stellar for uh, bengaluru fc and the national team yeah i it it's actually great for the players the only reason being that you're exposed to you know different cultures and also you know you get to learn from one of the best right and even though if it's you know it's something like in melbourne or new york city it's still a big jump yeah. because uh, whether we say it or not you know we are still working out on our league structures mm-hmm. and uh, i think it's very very good that this happened and which very uh, it's going to help us a lot going forward speaking so, about uh, mumbai city uh, you know mumbai city have not won a game at home uh, two losses and one draw last night and those two losses have been pretty heavy as well two four two losses against goa yeah. go always you know manage to yeah. sort of you know have the upper hand and a surprise loss to odisha, odisha. and uh, you know draws uh, against uh, kolkata adk uh, away from home and then another draw um, against kerala last night so where does that uh, leave mumbai city fc is the top 4 now becoming a difficult kind of uh, place to get to i think uh, it's not i think it's still too soon to say uh we are, as things stand we are currently 6th in the table um at at around 7 uh, points and we still have many more games to go uh finishing in the top 4 even though it's an uh, what do you say it's a it'll be an achievement to mm-hmm. get in because there are many good teams fighting yeah. around in the league and i think we have to keep hope but uh, overall i think from a footballing perspective it's great uh i'm hoping that you know we do better in the games to come because you know yesterday we managed to get a last minute goal i mean it charmiti and that was you know 
that was that game was very intense like there was it was nil nil in the first yeah. half uh, then in the second half it took some time for them to score then we scored yeah. and uh, the game was suddenly you know again back to square one sort of moments and i think uh, we're still finding ourselves because we've been faced with a lot of injuries and also you know uh, having new players into a backline as well which right. makes a huge difference right. and like we spoke in an earlier podcast uh, you know we lost someone like Lucian Goyan who was yeah. very crucial to Arnold our Arnold Disoko Arnold Disoko in the front line and but i'm really happy with how you know we are developing and always a transition takes time and uh, we are hoping definitely for for the better and onwards and upwards to the next game another impressive performance by uh, local boy Pratik Choudhury who oh, also yeah. got his first goal well done prateek <laughs> and also uh, a landmark game from uh, amrinder paji who 50, 50 yeah. games now for him yeah yeah so that's 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 really good and uh, the next game for mumbai is a very difficult uh, uh, task away to the champions bangalore fc uh, at the uh, shri kantivera stadium uh, in bangalore um, how do you think uh, you know mumbai are going to uh, line up against uh, the uh, you know the current holders of the isl I think it will be very similar to the the way we lined up against Kerala. Uh you know Grijic, I think that's how you say it. He's back. Uh but I think taking that team however the way it is we are, I I think we are very very unpredictable. You know like we we do well and then you know then there are uh, laps in concentration and sometimes you know we we managed to get back and you know like where is the goal going to come from suddenly you scored again so that's the kind of thing which happens and that's why even bangalore for that matter you know going there away is going to be really tough because they are a very good team um and i think we have to just you know it's really i can't you know predict a score or you know the performance which is you know which mumbai city fc will turn up that right day. right before we uh, take a short break and end the segment i would really like to uh, give a shout out and my sympathies to all the man united fans who are also mumbai city fc fans <laughs> because i'm sure it was really tough for you all to see uh, your arch rival now buying stake in mumbai city fc but um, all uh, rivalries in european football aside i think that's the biggest news in indian football at the moment so let's go for a short break and we'll be back right after this Welcome back and now we will talk about something about an event which Ajay and Ashutosh went to which is called as the Indian Football Forum uh, which was you know a very good interactive uh, yep. you know networking event you can say and a lot of panel discussions so would you like to share what you know you learned or you know how was your experience there at the forum it was really good uh, this was the first time that we attended it it's been there for a while now it's been happening um for a while and uh, yeah it brings about all the uh, different stakeholders of uh, the indian football ecosystem so you know you have um, guys from the federation from the media uh, journalists um, uh, you know experts um, analysts so you name it you know you have it um very very helpful for meeting up networking of course that's the lot to learn from there because you know you have as we said the panel discussions and they speak about a variety of subjects so um as far as uh, uh for me i think uh, the one thing that's that's clear now is the roadmap of indian football and 
um, in the in in the um, federation they're working really hard to you know get more clarity and put um, put a lot of projects into place it is really difficult as as a fan or as an outsider you would it, it's easy to just point fingers but there's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes and there are a lot of challenges that everyone needs to overcome so um, the road is long as they say but uh, things are happening uh, one thing that i really like is uh, the way that they're bringing about a change in youth football you know with the junior and sub junior and elite i leagues they're also focusing a lot on the women's football considering that the under 17 uh, women's world cup is um, hosted by india next year um one very interesting topic that i would want to get to is uh, a point that was raised uh, saying the you know asking about the quality of uh, indian players in the national team and uh, you know the the debate was that should a national team you know uh, really really promote and develop players or should it be the clubs so uh, i think the answer there lies with it's a it's a clear answer that players have to be developed at, at clubs and the best players who are playing club football are selected for the national team you know and i think igor simats has has you know been doing a very impressive job despite the results because it is a year of transition he's given uh, you know first caps to many new players he's changed the way that we are we are trying to play football a lot of young um, exuberant players are coming through which wasn't there in the previous reign so um, you know i think overall uh, I would want to ask you, you know, what has been your uh, review on uh, India's performances in the World Cup uh, qualifiers? So I think that uh, in you know, Igor's team match has really has a very really tough job on his hands right now. Looking at you know uh, the team, the you know the entire system, he has mm-hmm. to completely change the way we play. Uh, and there are many other challenges just besides that that you know they have to be coached in differently uh, you know as being of course we do it at the grassroots yeah. level but we know how you know tough it is here so we can just imagine the amount yeah. you know how hard it will be there and i think it's very important to use perspective to actually uh, to keep perspective to actually understand that you know it's not a easy job when you know there are people you know voicing their opinions it's not wrong to voice your opinions uh but it's very important to see that you know you're putting things into perspective before you can just jump you know jump and give conclusions uh get to conclusions and overall i think if there have been performances where you know we've lacked focus at times especially in the second half later into games yeah. uh conceding goals sometimes not looking sharp enough you know looking very lethargic mm-hmm. and uh, but overall i think you know we can see that that they are trying to do something different we and looking at from footballing perspective i think i won't say we've done well because obviously the results haven't been that way but i at the same time i would say we need to give it more time for it to go that way right so jumping into the second last qualifier that we played <clears throat> we drew against afghanistan away from home and uh, contrary to everyone's belief that uh, you know it was an easy three points afghanistan uh, you know are a really difficult team and playing away from home in a neutral venue you know this is dushanbe in tajikistan you're talking about it was minus 3 you know it was it was very very low temperature so to acclimatize and to play a strong physical game against afghanistan qatar found it difficult you know and we came out with a one all draw um 
you know what what do you think um you know was uh, how do you rate that performance like like i said earlier that you know i think from a from a perspective i think that it's very very early to judge performances but you can say overall it was clear that you know we have a lot to work on and we can do i think people are more upset because we've seen that you know we can do so much more better than the performances which have gone out at that is how we should you know look forward right. that this you know it's done these results are done right now and we can't crib over what happened and what we only way to look is forward and right. we need to use that pers- uh, again perspective i'm using this over and over again because if this is not put into place right now there is going to be uh, complaints every time and again once again voicing your opinions is not wrong but understanding the fact that this is going to take time a lot of it and you can't put a number that you know by 8 years of course you're supposed to have a plan that you know i'll we'll go get into this so and so world cup we'll become the best nation you know in so many years but that is a aim we have but at the same time there have to be a lot of things going around in behind the scenes right at you know league level uh, club level grassroots most importantly at the grassroots level and i think if that happens then we are yeah so a very um, a last minute goal from lendugal salvaging as a point and followed by a very um, uh, i would say tough game against oman uh, uh, in in muscat so again it was a one nil loss but that really leaves us in the hinges of uh, qualifications international football comes back now next year in late march where we host uh, qatar and obviously everyone remembers the qatar game uh, quite well with uh, gurpreet uh, playing you know like the role of superman really yeah. getting us a point there so uh, there's a lot of time between now and then mm-hmm. uh, luckily we have the isl and i league running at that time so uh, you know at least that the players are going to be fresh they would be having those match minutes. match fit you yeah. know they'll be sharper and i think that's going to help yeah and, uh, and any any well. new names that uh, you see who could be uh, pick what do you think about uh, michael susairaj do you think he can be called up yeah everyone can be called up like he said that like igor samad said that he has a huge roster of players mm-hmm. and from that depending on how they play at the club level they are going to be picked mm-hmm. and not only that also when they'll get into training how they are performing at that time how they are you know uh, how are they playing for the team because it's again it's not those uh, individual uh, it's not an individual game it's a team game mm-hmm. uh the decision making the you know there are many things there are many factors which go into it and i think he besides him there are many other players you know there are many to name so so yeah just to cut you short so who's been your best player for the national team under the steemac era i would obviously say sunil chetri because i know that there are others but the only yeah. reason so, why yeah. because i think his fitness levels mm-hmm. for his age and is he's leading by example for everyone under him not only because he's a captain or not only because of other things but he's one of the most standout performances and he's leading the team every time out there yeah. i would not want to bring up his vegan diet for the mm-hmm. you know i don't do that i don't mention his vegan diet 1000 times a day but um, for me i think it's been brandon from uh, fc goa brandon fernandez he's been really impressive under uh, igor stimak he's been very impressive for goa as well i mean the way that he 
he is a very solid attacking midfielder can play out wide can play out uh, in the middle pull the strings uh, you know and create those chances uh, and i think playing under sergio lovera in goa has made him a better player and that has helped uh, him to also you know put in good performances for india under steemak and he's got a bulk of assists for india you know he's been the guy who's been taking the set pieces and delivering those uh, you know crosses in the box so um, as much as i love sunil chetri uh, for me i would want to pick brandon as my standout player in the igor steemak era uh, with that we'll take a short break and uh, this brings us also to the end of this segment we'll be back after this Welcome back to our final section where we will be speaking about you know the general things of how we run a, a grassroots football academy which is also you know a, a business a startup and how we have combined the footballing side to it and also the business side to it and Ajay would you like to help us with what has helped you bring you know value from your previous experience you know in the corporate world into this new startup into the you know footballing so a uh, lot of things to talk about and i think the first topic i want to speak about is uh sales because uh, i've been i've been a sales person throughout my life and um little, little biased here but i think the sales department is the most important department <laughs> in every organization um so um, yeah a, a major chunk of sales is um, essentially networking and building relationships um i've always told uh, all you guys and all the coaches that um you know when we when we actually get a child to sign up and play football um it's it's not transactional it's you know it's the sign that we we are building a new relationship um and i think that's that's what we've been trying to do as an academy in terms of understanding each and every detail about the child as well as the parent um but here you know i'm slightly digressing uh, i want to speak about networking and how it is crucial to uh, building the company any company for that matter so it could be a startup it could be a private limited or a well established multinational company um networking is always crucial because it puts a face behind the name even the name even if the name is unknown which in our case you know it is even now because we are a brand new uh, football academy no one knows us per se in the ecosystem and hence it's it's doubly crucial that you know we are we are present at every event uh, we proactively try to reach out to uh, the many stakeholders and i think you know um, we've been quite fortunate to interact and meet with a lot of people across the country so be it delhi bangalore kerala uh, it's been very very uh, receptive uh, i would say and um, a couple of incidents that uh, come to my mind uh, recently um, which has got got us a lot of uh, uh, a wealth of experience insight. and knowledge and insight uh, first i think the first thing was a field trip to uh, the reliance uh, facility in navi mumbai mm-hmm. uh, i think it's very weird i call it field trip you know because all of you guys were there the coaches there's some word plain there <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i think that's that's something that uh, you know no one has done because the other academies or clubs look to play matches which is also not wrong uh, but i wanted to get into the day to day working of how they go about because they are one of the finest facilities in india and um, it it helps to learn how they function at the back end and how they go about the day to day so that was quite an eye opener for all of us 
and um, you know we we got uh, a tour into the facilities and uh, also saw their their trainings in terms of different age groups as well so it was remarkable and that only happened with the power of uh, networking um secondly uh, i think the most exciting thing that has happened to the academy uh, till now uh, has you know we've been featured on uh, national television um on the sony pictures network in a show called kick off so um our kids and us we were featured on uh, a children's day special episode so the sony crew came to our turf and you know it was a whole day of recording and we know how difficult it was in terms of yeah. firstly getting all those permissions uh, setting the whole thing up yeah. managing the kids parents for a good 7 8 hours mm-hmm. so it was quite a shout out to all of them for you know turning up and also you know being part of the forza india family which is very crucial for us and that's what we are trying to build a community for grassroots football uh, and all the parents and kids were excited and mm-hmm. we you know it was like a complete day where it, and we were surprised to see that there were even small kids who were waiting for a very long time actually yeah, yeah. without making a fuss making yeah. make that clear i think that that is a testament mm-hmm. you know for uh, you know grassroots indian football i mean uh why shouldn't there be media coverage about us mm-hmm. you know every club every academy every entrepreneur every coach uh should feel that uh if their stories are also relevant it should go out into mainstream media um football is a growing sport it may not be the number one sport in india right now but it's our duty to you know promote it and uh, bring it uh into public attention so that can only happen through networking so these two things that i just mentioned the reliance trip and the sony uh, the sony uh, tv thing uh, that only happened uh, because of uh, reaching out and um, you know uh, uh, probably putting our story in front of 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 these guys and uh, they felt that it was genuine enough and they gave us a chance and opportunity to to uh, uh, sort of like be part of their story as well so um, i think networking goes uh, a long way and my recommendation to anyone who's listening is to you know have a rolodex keep your cards mm. uh, be professional about it print cards if you haven't print cards i think that's that's something that i've learned from uh, you know the the amount of sales i've done over the last decade if you don't have a business card i would recommend you to print some business cards uh, or even you know make one template so that you can share it through absolutely. email or mobile which makes absolutely be be very professional yeah. about it yeah. you know uh, i think that is what is lacking in indian football throughout the professionalism the structure mm. and that's what i aim to bring um, bring down into forza india academy um and um, and and reach out you know you can uh, send an email you can dm people on twitter uh, on social media uh, but present your case and uh, don't don't sound uh, you know overly casual <laughs> yeah you I mean, can it depends actually on the situation it depends but, on the situation yeah, but, but you can't be like just hi hey bro yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just hi then you know you have to attach something else yeah. to it which gives meaning you need to explain yourself before heading one learning uh, from my past the mistakes that i've made um there was a time when i reached out to a lot of people and uh, you know i was looking out for a change into the football industry and uh, attach my resume and send it to everyone you know and that's a mistake um now um, you know since i've had some time to analyze about it uh everyone's busy not everyone is the hiring authority so it doesn't make sense if if you ask them for a job on email or on through uh, uh dms and stuff like that it is better that 
you know you seek some time from them get some guidance and uh, then see if there's an opportunity or not then present your case um overall let me just uh, summarize this quickly uh, the power of networking goes a long way um if you are in the ecosystem of indian football try to connect with each and every stakeholder through linkedin through twitter through writing emails or even you know if 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 you can establish a relationship with them over phone call or over a meeting uh try to be professional about the way that you conduct yourself so uh, you know print out those business cards uh try giving your business card every time you you meet and lastly uh, attend every conference every workshop every event that is connected with indian football uh it will only help you to be uh sort of like you know relevant in the in the field people will know you they'll know your company and um you know the next time you go there would be an instant recall so i think with that i would like to uh you know bring a close to this uh it it, it really felt like a business yeah. talk you know i think that I've, was that was the thing we intended to do oh, because you got through our podcast right now we need to you know we want to provide you value as well through our experience so far and now is the time we are trying to you know add in different segments so if this looked very rough is because it is because we're still trying to figure out how to fit in the segments uh, i and think that's, that's this is the process we don't want to cut this part yeah. out because we want to show that you know you have to start from somewhere you have to be rough it has to be you know you have to start at somewhere to you know make it into a finished product later and uh, we really appreciate you listening if uh, you stuck so far you've been if you shared it and stuff like that and we are very grateful uh, even otherwise for you know just uh, the engagement with us on social media or, or even you know outside of social media which it has been great so thank you so much for listening and uh, this is me vinay thareshwar signing off ajay ben india 3 2 1 forza india, india.